Have you been struggling to make solid cinematic films? Do you watch other filmmakers and wonder why their products look so good? You need training. Good, specialized training. Something that is easy to digest and that you can take safely at home. I'm not talking about college. I'm talking about full-time filmmaker. Parker Wahlbeck and his team have put together an amazing course with over 400 training videos. Everything from Wedding Video Pro with Jake Weisler to how to edit with Premiere or Final Cut. Imagine getting proper, real-world training you can do at home. Imagine the impact that would have on your work, your skills increase, your quality increases, and then so do your prices. Click on our affiliate link below, take the free online training on their top 10 secrets to achieving cinematic shots, and see what full-time filmmaker can do for you. We did it, and it propelled our business. Hey everybody, and welcome to Wedding Videography for Beginners. I am your host, Phil Beabout, and today we are talking about branding with Alex Bonsek of Ali B Photography. Uh, I was super stoked to talk to Alex today for the simple fact that she is the single most reason that I am where I am, which isn't much, you know, mind you, I'm in my basement, but um, she propelled our you know, wedding videography career. She was the one that, you know, we, we talk about it during the podcast, but she, she is the one that did everything. She was the, she was the photographer that got back to us and all that kind of stuff. So it was, it was so great to talk to her, especially there. We, we got a little off topic at the beginning for the simple fact that she had a really bad experience with a videographer, uh, over the weekend. And, you know, we've been talking about networking a lot. So it was really important for me to kind of chat with her about like what happened so that people can learn kind of what not to do. Uh, And then we dove right into branding because her brand is very good. Her website's clean. Like it's, you know, it's, you really need to check it out. Uh, So really stoked to get this started. So let's get to it. Well, Alex, thank you so much for coming on today. Uh, I'm really excited that we get a chance to chat because uh, I... One thing that we've been talking about on the podcast the last like five episodes or so, it's it's really revolved around like networking and that kind of stuff. And um, we had a guest on, his name was Philip, and he had a really, really good expression that was, uh, your network is your net worth. And why, why I wanted you to come on is I wanted people to like really understand how like I got started and how my network at that point was just you and <laughs> it was just you. And I, I wanted to talk about like what, like just, just that kind of stuff. Like I wanted to, yeah, and I, I, I wanted to, I want to chat about branding, but you, uh, you sent me a really funny text. I think it was yesterday. Oh. <laughs> and yeah, you were, you were talking to me about working with another videographer. So, you know, oh. I, I don't, I'm, we're not going to mention names or anything like that, but I want to, I want to kind of talk about that as we're talking about, sure. uh, you know, when, when I want to chat about like how we met and the interactions that we've had. And then sure. we, I want to kind of compare and contrast Love those, it. if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So really. let's, let's start at the beginning. How did Allie B start? So, um, Allie B, uh, I started in 2012 and it was just kind of a, I had just a love for photography and I was recently married. I got married in 2010. Um, so what really sparked it was I knew that I loved everything about my wedding. It was like the best day of our lives. Um, 
And photography was a big part of that for me, like in our wedding planning process, like I was not splurging on photography. Like that was like one of the most important parts for me. Um, and when like we got married, the wedding was amazing. We still, our photos were amazing. It just like kind of lingered in the back of my mind. Like, I know I want to work, I want to do something with weddings, but I don't know what. Um, which then turned into trying to do wedding planning for like, I don't know, a couple months that that kind of spiraled into dancing. So I actually taught ballroom dancing, um, for a couple of years. I taught brides and grooms their first dances. Um, and then we moved out of the state that I was in. I was in New Jersey. So we moved out of New Jersey. So I had to leave that job and it was just kind of what should I do? And we were away in New Hampshire uh, hiking. And I had one of my, like a digital camera, mm-hmm. whose little handheld. Little point and shoot. Yep. Point and shoot. I was taking pictures of trees. Like every tree that I passed, I was like, oh, a tree. Um, and the friends that we were with, they were like, why don't you do something with photography? Like you, you clearly love it. Is that something that you would want to do? And then like that kind of was like, I don't know. Can I do it? Like, I don't know anything about it. Um, and then a week later, I bought my first camera. It was the Canon Rebel T4i. T4i, yeah. yeah. Um, that was my first one. And I just started taking pictures of children. And I share on social media these pictures that I was taking of these of kids. And then I had my first wedding inquiry. And it was actually my dance teacher. <laughs> who oh, was right on. married in Falmouth. Um, and I lived 45 minutes from Falmouth at that time. So it just, it worked out. I was like, yes, I'm going to do it. And I took my camera and I tried to shoot a wedding on the beach. And from there, I was like, I think I can do this. And I just started doing it. Yeah. It's, it's funny at how, uh, like it starts off as like a friend, like almost every, and I'm not saying this to be facetious. It's cause it's true with pretty much everybody. Like everybody starts off with like shooting a friend's wedding and you're like, wait a second, I can make money doing this. <laughs> like, what? Right. Uh, <laughs> like, right. Yeah. She's like, do you think you can do it? She's like, it's just little. I was like, sure. I have the camera. I'll just try it out. And then I was like, I think I love this. <laughs> Yeah. Did you, um, did you like invest in any courses? Did you, or did you just kind of. So I did, I I actually did not invest in any courses until 2016. So four years, four year. Uh, yes. So four years ago I started taking courses, but when I first started, I just started, I taught myself. I didn't really, I didn't have really anybody that took me under their wing and like, let me follow them. I was just kind of like, all right, let's do it. And I jumped right in and get after it. There we go. And then, yeah, and then I, my friends were getting engaged. And I'm like, I'm going to shoot your wedding. Like, I didn't have a choice. It was like, I'm shooting your wedding. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and that's kind of how it happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, it's awesome. Um, can you kind of, so what, let's see, can you just kind of walk me through just in, in little, just in general terms, like your progression. So you started off in 2012, you had your Canon T4i, you know, you shot your friends, uh, your, your friend or your dance te- or your dance teacher's Our wedding. Dance teacher's wedding yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then like what, like, can you just kind of give us that like progression to where you're at today? Mm, what pushed me along? So I, I shot that wedding. And then um, after that wedding, a couple of uh, one, one person that I worked with actually reached out and they asked me to, to shoot their wedding, but they were on a very, very low tight budget. 
mm-hmm. at the time. Um, but I wanted to help them. I'm, I'm all about helping people. Uh, I want, I, I want to give them good photos and even if they didn't have it in the budget and I was just starting out, it kind of worked for me. Um, I charged them $500 and I shot their whole wedding. Like it was the entire day. Uh, I say now I'll never do that again, <laughs> um, but you got to start somewhere, right? Oh yeah, so I, does. yeah. So I started with that, and then after that, I was like, okay, I can't do that again for that much. That was a lot of time and then editing. So then I so slowly started to raise my prices. Um, I went through a lot of Facebook groups. There's like so yeah. many resources in Facebook, and I remember just like asking a million questions. I just find all these photographer groups and just start asking. Um, so I think I bumped my prices up. They went from like 500 to 1200 and then so on. And today I'm at the highest point that I've been at. Um, and so my, so my, where am I at? So I just, (laughs) my highest price package is 5,100. Um, and I actually literally just booked that package 10 times in the past two weeks. Oh, you got it. So I'm bumping it up. I I notice a really common theme with almost everyone. So everybody that does this full time and especially for people that are just starting out and that kind of stuff, people are horrified about rising, raising their prices and rightfully so. I I get it. Like that's, yeah, no, it is. It's, it's, it's really scary. And I just have like a very cavalier attitude toward it. And I can tell you this much though. This is just, just, just between me and you. And everybody, the thousands of people that are about to listen to this, um, <laughs> that, yeah, if you're booking, like, say, say your goal is 30 weddings a year and 10 of those are your highest package. Like you gotta, you gotta go up. Like that's, that's a lot. Right. And, um, I, I think COVID kind of put a damper on my pricing. Like I didn't want to move it because nobody was booking or nobody was inquiring because nobody was getting married last yeah. year. Um, and everybody kind of moved. Um, and now it's like the sun is shining. Things are looking better. Everybody's getting engaged. And I've been very busy answering emails. <laughs> yeah, so, no, we we're very fortunate to be out here. Yeah. Like this is, this is, this is a target rich environment when it comes to weddings. Like it's, it's, uh, it's great being out here. Yeah. So um, I, I love it. Like, I, I think this is like an awesome like niche area to be in. And you know, what I, I, what I talk to other videographers about in the area, there's like 30 to 40,000 weddings every summer in new England and there's not enough vendors. So there's, to me, there's just no such thing as competition. Like if I'm booked, like I'll send somebody an email with, you know, four or five different videographers and be like, here, you know, why don't you get a hold of some of these people? Cause there's no, there's no, there's no sense in trying to keep the only time that I get, angry. Uh, and I did air quotes for those of you that are just listening, um, is when someone who is doing exponentially better work than I am is charging less than me. Mm-hmm. Like that's what kind of, cause I, I had a year ago or so, you know, the couple said, Oh, we love your work, but we went with X and I went and just looked at them and was like, Oh my God, they are amazing. And that get, but they went with um, that, that team because they were way cheaper. And I was like, hold on, (laughs) this is, you know, when you, when you have such a, when you have a very high quality product, you can, you can command a high quality price. 
Like that's that's the same thing. Yeah, like I like I was w- w- before the show started when I was talking to you with uh, Chris Jesperson. Like he's he's listed Harper's Bazaar has him listed as one of the best wedding videographers in the world. Wow! And when you get that title, you get that cost. You know what I mean? Like that's just that's how that's how the economy works. Like there's no other way to put that. And yeah. Uh, but I, I kind of wanted to deviate and just talk about me and you for a minute, Alex, just me and you. And the, <laughs> I've, I've said this a couple of times, but I want to, I want to put a face to the name and I want to actually, you know, talk <laughs> with you about this. When, when I first started, I had my GH five S and a gimbal and that was it. Uh, <laughs> and I emailed seven to 10. I just Googled photographers in Plymouth and I just, I emailed, you know, just like seven or 10 right down the list, just saying like, Hey, uh, I'm brand new. I'd really appreciate it. If I could tag along with you on a wedding, you know, I'll do it for free. I'll make them a video. Can't guarantee how good the video is going to be, but I'll make them a, I'll make them a video. We'll do it for free, et cetera, et cetera. And the only person to reach back out to me was Alex. I can't and believe I'm the only one. The only one. And <laughs> that uh, that email and her reaching out to me is the whole reason why I'm at where I'm at today. And oh. I cannot stress that enough. That that was the catalyst. That was the I'm wedding so that proud I could, of you. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm I'm very, very thankful that you responded back to me. And oh. I mean that was years ago now. Believe it or not, that was three years ago. If you could years believe ago. That. I was thinking about that the other day. It was yeah, yeah 2000, what's that? Nine, no, nineteen? No, it was uh twenty eighteen, November twenty eighteen. November, yeah. Allison and Dan. I know. I remember. I yeah, like, I still keep it. baby. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. I love watching like the family progression. You know I what I mean? Like you watch best. like all these steps with them. And, you know, one thing that I talk to people a lot about is um, I love the fact that I get to take part in like one of the happiest moments of someone's life. And then I have the responsibility of like documenting that forever. I know. I get, just got chills. It's so true. Yeah, no, it's great. Like I love it. And I love uh, that like you started and like you didn't really know anything about weddings, right? Nothing. Absolutely yeah, nothing. Now look at you feeling yeah. feeling all the feels, Phil. Yeah, I know. All <laughs> of a sudden I got a, a my Enneagram went to a different number. So. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> uh, but yeah, and what what I want to kind of just encourage people that are listening is don't don't be nervous. Like reach out to people, ask ask people for help. Like that was I can't stress it enough. Alex is the single most catalyst to what, what kind of, you know, pushed my career this direction. And if she wouldn't have said, you know, Hey, back and you know, I have a wedding coming up in just a couple of weeks, blah, blah, blah. blah, Then like, it's, I'm very, very thankful for you, Alex. I can't stress that enough because I actually, I'm leaving my job in less than a month. Like we're doing this full time now. Like there's no. Amazing. Oh my goodness. I feel like you're like one of my kids. Like, <laughs> yay, that's awesome. Except for I'm 40. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's like I taught so, you. Yeah. So just so everybody knows, me and Alex are friends. Where our kids hang out together. Like it's you know we're we're very up close with Alex. I love Alex. So I'm very happy that I could drag her into the podcast realm. Uh, this is exciting. Yeah. No. Um, so good. I'm so proud of you guys. So 
what I want to kind of go into now is if you look at our relationship, so I shot you a very, you know, like kind of an Oculus email. We shot a wedding, that wedding, the Pine Hills seen it. Then they had me shoot their promo video. Like, and then I edited a video for another one of your clients. Then we, I just booked a wedding with their like best friend with you. So, (laughs) which is next year. And we've shot four or five weddings. No, we just, you just booked Jamie. Jamie. Yeah. 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 She's she's done with the books. Oh, Jamie. Yay. If you're listening. (laughs) Yeah. 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 That's great. No, it's awesome. And, but that one email led to all of that. Yeah. So it's, it's very like networking is very important. And, you know, I want to spend the second half of the show talking about Alex's brand because she, her brand's on point. Like it's definitely like everything makes logical sense and you can really get a feel for her, what she does, how she does it, et cetera. But before we get to that, I want to talk about what bad networking looks like Uh-oh. because the text <laughs> message that I got from Alex yesterday Uh-oh. was very indicative of things. I, feel, I actually feel bad. I sent it, but I had to tell somebody that would understand. <laughs> yeah, no. So, I mean, let's, let's just kind of, why don't you walk us through oh. what you think are, is the wrong way to go about working with the photographer? Um, like zero communication when you get there. It was just like, you kind of just thrown in and you just find out the day of that there's a videographer, which is fine. But then that videographer already started doing everything that I start with. So then I have to redo everything he just did. Does that make sense? Yep. Like flat lows. Yeah. Or yeah, just like all the details are, um, like that's kind of how it started. Like I got there and he was like scoping out a first look site. I mean, I, that's fine, but I need a first look site too. And like the way that I work is I'm, I'm looking for light. I'm checking out where the best light's going to be where, with the background that we want. And he was kind of just picking any spot that looked good without focusing on the light. So it, it just wouldn't work for what I needed to get done to. I don't know how to explain it. <laughs> or no, I mean, no, you're you're explaining sense? it right now. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm looking at you. I'm trying to read your face. And I'm like, yeah, no, I you're, wrong? You're, I'm yeah, like, right? no, you make it perfect sense. Because I don't yeah, want to step know. on. I know that the videographer needs to also get what they need to get. But I'm also there to get what I need to get. So it was just kind of like, it was very hard to, I tell them one thing and then he would come and change it right after I told them that. So it was almost confusion and actually him and I, us doing that caused our timeline to fall and we were behind by 45 minutes because I would say one thing and he would come back in and change what I just said to bring them to another spot. Um, And it was very, so that was, it was very difficult trying to keep a smile on and not stress the bride and groom out knowing that I was like freaking out a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of people, they get into this mindset that they forget that everybody there, no matter who it is, coordinator, you know, the, the wait staff, bartenders, like all of that, we're, we're all there to serve the couple. Like there, there shouldn't be, 
you know, like, I don't want to say animosity or like pushing and pulling between vendors. Like everybody is there to do one specific job for that day. And I just, yeah, I mean, it's very disheartening because to, to listen to just people not working together and I'm not saying it's any one person's fault. It's just very, cause you hear that a lot. And at the end of the day, like both products are going to suffer because of it. Right. And it, it was, it was upsetting to me because I feel like I actually have had to apologize to them at the end of the night because there was one part in the, in the reception where I, I, I don't, I want to say freaked out. I didn't freak out, but I had to question what he was doing. He had cameras everywhere. He had spotlights on the microphone for the speeches, but the microphone was far away from the couple. So he was trying to get two different views. Mm-hmm. If that makes you, you would probably understand, right? Mm-hmm. So he's getting the view of the person talking and then another camera on the bride and groom. But but I only have one camera. So when there's a mic that's that doesn't have a cord and it can be next to the couple, that's where I would prefer the, that to be. Because when I'm shooting a still photo, you can see the person doing the speech and then you can see the bride and groom's reaction as they're talking in my photo. So I asked him why he put that there. And he just said, he said, can I say what he said? I don't care. Okay. (laughs) He said, he said, you know what? It's not about the photos. It's about the video. I need the sound and I need their reaction. And I was so upset. I just walked away from him because I didn't know what else to say. And then I just made it work the way I needed to make it work. But we also didn't have time for me to figure out how to make it work. Yeah. There was like no time. It was like, you know, reception is going, it's going. Mm -hmm. And like, I literally had 30 seconds to figure out how I was going to get my lighting to work on both subjects being far apart. Yeah. So one, this is, this is where communication really comes in because I shoot just like that. Like I know exactly like what you're talking about. Back away the same yeah, way. I I sit. I I shoot with them facing each other, so they're they're stacked up, just staring at each other. Like you got okay. the sweetheart table, ten fifteen feet in front of them. You have the mic stand, and they're just talking directly to the couple. Okay. Because for video, that yeah. makes way more sense than having the couple like when you see them like craned up like this, looking like it doesn't it doesn't translate well in the video. Yeah. But the difference is is well before that I've already talked to the photographer about the ceremony, the speeches, those are the, the ceremony and the speeches are the only time that I really have multiple cameras, like on a tripod doing something mm-hmm. like that's it. Like there's no, like I'm getting to the point now to where I just handhold my camera and I walk around, just get everything like there's yeah. no, but the, there's a right way and a wrong way to go about communicating that. And waiting until it's set up and then simply like, I, like I'm going to tell you right now, I guarantee you're never going to recommend that person to anybody. I will never, ever recommend him ever. No. Yeah, and, and, and if I see like on the list that he might be one of my brand, I'm going to tell them that that's fine. But just so you know, we'll find out what happens. I don't know. Yeah. No, I, know. I haven't thought about that yet, but I'm just saying like he was, it was just not nice. And then at the end of the night, I felt like, okay. Cause I told, I asked him to move the mic. But then I felt bad. I asked him to move the mic because I don't know how you guys set your stuff up. You know, but it doesn't. It doesn't. What I'm getting at is people need to understand that. So I, I have this thing that you get beat into in the military and a bunch of other things called extreme ownership. And at the end of the day, it's your fault, like my fault. 
Like if I, if I did not, the way that I would be looking at that situation right now is that I did not effectively communicate to the photographer that has now ruined the relationship that I have with that photographer, which has now ruined a revenue stream with Mm -hmm. that photographer. Like that's all I would be thinking about with that because I did not do a good enough job to communicate to them what I was doing, why I was doing it and how we could work together as a team to kind of achieve that same goal to where we both get exactly what we want. Right. And that's where, that's why people go out of business. I don't know how else to put that, but the, uh, yeah, no, I mean, it's a shame. It's a shame to see people, you know, regardless of what their uh, specialty is just acting like that. And I know the last couple of weddings that we've done, not the last one, but two, the two before that, the coordinators were, oh, oh, like, I don't want to, I don't want to work at those venues. <laughs> like that's cause it's, yeah, I mean, it was just ridiculous. Like just this one lady was, she was literally telling guests that they needed to sit down for, uh, their dinner was, they were being plated. Oh yeah. But she was like walking around telling everybody like they're just standing up like by their table, just kind of talking to their friends. You know, this was, this is like a a post COVID wedding. So there's no masks required. So everybody's like happy to be together and interacting with other human beings. And she's like, no, you got to sit down. And everybody's like, and she's telling everyone that. Oh man. And like, I'm just looking at the photographer and the photographer's like, why can't they just Stand like what, like what, like we were so because we weren't doing anything. Like we were, they're plating food. Most people don't record people eating, uh, so it's you know like we're just we're just kind of standing off to the side and just like what is going on right now? Like why? Yeah, because it it wasn't like she was, and the other thing is it wasn't like she was being nice about it either. Like you could see people like getting snappy, right? And it was just like what is what what kind of world are we living in? So. No, it's, it's ridiculous to see people ruin relationships like that for just yeah. no real good reason. And case in point, you know, when you're taking the time at a wedding to text someone else about the experience that you're having. I, tell, I was like, like I got to tell somebody I'm so sad. <laughs> that's, that's insane. And there's no reason why the two of you couldn't have come to a conclusion on placement and that kind of stuff. Like, it's just, it's not. Yeah. There was yeah. no time. And the, I got to give props to the DJ. He was, all, I love that DJ, by the way. So now I'm going to add him to my, my recommendation list. But um, he even asked him, cause I, I saw the mic and I saw these beam spotlights on the mic. And so I went over to the, the DJ and I asked him, I said, did you put the mic there? I said, I see it's cordless. Do you mind if we moved it to the table with the, like closer to the bride and groom? And he was like, "Oh no, the the videographer took it and he put it there." And so, but I can tell, I can definitely tell him, like maybe we should try this. So he went over and told him first, and he said no. And then I was, and then the DJ came back and was like, "Oh, he he said no." And I was like, "Well, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. I have 30 seconds to figure this out." <laughs> and then that's when the the whole yeah, thing I, happened. Saturday, I had the same exact setup, same exact thing. The couple was sitting at the sweetheart table. There was two tables in front of that table. And then behind that was where I put the individuals talking. But I had talked to the photographers about it. I talked to the DJ about it. Like everybody was aware of what was going they on. They had time to figure out their lighting and their all yeah. that stuff. Yeah, because we, we had good. our lights up yeah. and yeah. And it's just yeah. nobody batting an eye at it. Like that right. was like. Right. So. If I had time to prepare. 
then I it would not have been an issue and I would have known where to stand. But it was also a very tight, it was a tight barn, super, every, it was very close. So there yeah. wasn't really anywhere to stand. And he had the one camera that was set up on the bride and groom. The other photographer stood in front of it because there was nowhere for her to go. And then he came over to her and said, like, my camera's right here. And she asked him, she said, where do you want me to go? <laughs> so yeah. it was just, it was just the, the communication was bad. And yeah, and I guarantee you that guy right now is like, oh, there was a photographer standing in front of my camera. <laughs> you probably missed like a good portion of the first reactions of the, the first speech. Yeah, but all that boils down to just communication, just basic communication, nothing crazy. Like it's just speak to one another about what's going on. That way you guys are on the same page. And but that's also why I use multiple cameras, especially for the ceremony. We have we have a four camera set up for now for the ceremony. And I tell the photographers every time, like I where you go is totally up to you and the world is your oyster. Like you can stand in front of this camera. I got three other ones that are getting something else. So you don't you don't need to worry about uh, and plus, I also don't set a camera in the middle of the aisle. Again, horrible idea. I don't know yeah. why everybody insists on doing that. Um, so, yeah. yeah. There's so there's just some things that just get under my skin anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but uh why don't we why don't we take a quick break and okay. when we come back I want to get into branding. I want to get into creating a killer brand and then I want to talk about uh incorporating that brand and everything into your website. So okay. we will be right back. Do you still email a PDF for a contract? Are you struggling to remember who you sent files to or what those files were? You need a solid CRM, a customer relation management tool a program that will send professional files and contracts all on your behalf. One that does not need to be printed, signed, and emailed back. Is this the Stone Age? You need HoneyBook. We've been using them for years now, and it increased our productivity by taking menial tasks and automating them. You can set up custom workflows to automatically send emails, payment reminders, thank you responses, etc. You can send brochures, questionnaires, and invoices too. We have three set up. One for when a couple inquires, one for after a call with a couple, and one for a booked wedding with nine steps. That saves us so much time on the back end. What would you do with more time? Spend more time with your family, spend more time working on creative projects, or just simply relaxing. Use our affiliate link below to save 50% on your first year. Go ahead. It's on us. Start saving time and money today. All right, everybody. Welcome back from break. Uh, I'm here with Alex from Alley B Photography. And uh, I know that we kind of deviated topics for a little bit because we were talking about networking and that kind of stuff uh, on the first half. But that's very important. Like it is very, very important the way that you interact with another person because that could lead to revenue. And I'm not saying look at everyone as like a capital investment. Like that, that's not at all what I'm getting at. It's just important to realize that when you become like friends with people, you're friendly, people enjoy working with you, these things will naturally happen. And just to kind of highlight, uh, you know, when I had Chris Jesperson on and Phil on and David on, they all talked about going to one conference. And the reason why going to that conference was so important is because these ultra luxury planners get a chance to hang out with you. And if you're a cool person to be around, they're going to want to work with you. That was the entire concept that they were talking about. 
And this is, you know, case in point with what Alex was talking about is she's not going to want to be around that person anymore, which means that she's not going to refer them work. And that's just not a place where you want to be. Like that's, that's not how you build a relationship. That's just not, that's not how you should be conducting business. So anyways, that's my high holes. Let's, <laughs> let's talk about branding and why I want to talk about branding with Alex is because her website uh, which is just literally Alexandra Bonsek. So B O N C E K.com, I think is really, really, really well put together. Sorry, uh, get some. Barking. Get some. <laughs> oh, I'm surprised my kids haven't ran down here right now. I, so. I just had a dog. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. Yeah, it's, it's, it's absolutely fine. So don't, uh, uh, don't worry about it. <laughs> I actually think it's funny. The, um, her website, is structured really well. And what, what I want to kind of go into is how did you originally envision your brand? Um, so I knew that I wanted people to get to know me and I wanted them to know who I was before they even really contacted me. Um, because my biggest part of my brand is personal branding. So I want them to know who I am. I want them to know who my family is. Um, I want to know who they are. And then like, I don't want it to just be, I show up at your wedding day, I shoot your pictures, I deliver you a gallery through email, and then we're done. Yep. I like want to be your friend. I want to stay friends. I want to watch you start a family, watch your family grow and just like keep it moving. But I want you to also know who we are so that we're comfortable. And when you meet with me, you're going to feel like you already know who I am and it's just going to go by smoothly. And then on your wedding day, you know me, I I've met you at your engagement shoot. So I knew, I know you and I follow you on social media and I'm always available to chat. So it's more of like, it's just more than a photographer showing up to take your pictures. Yeah. Um, and what, what I think is really important with that is I know that a lot of people, some people are going to listen to that and they're going to be like, you know what? I don't want to hang out with my couple. I, I don't need to get to know them, et cetera, et cetera. And I think it's important for everybody to understand that there is a market for everything. Alex mm -hmm. is very successful. She's very successful in a market to where she can get to know her couples. Like she knows that that's what she wants to do. And that's, that's just how she has her brand structured. That doesn't mean that it's right or it's wrong. It's just the way that she does it. And I just want people to understand that if you don't want to do that, don't, there's a, there's plenty of that market that's available for that too. Right. If that kind of makes sense. Yeah. And I, what uh, I did, I kind of cut you off there. What what were you okay. what were you about to say? Okay. Oh no, I was just gonna say. So when I when I started planning for my business, like I just I love people. I love talking to people, and I love getting to know people. And I knew that if I was gonna start a business, that just showing up to shoot a wedding, like my heart wouldn't be in that. Like I, my heart yeah. is in everything that I do, everyone I talk to, and I just knew that that's the way that for me that was the way that I wanted to do it was to get to know people so that yeah and that and but that oh. comes across but that comes across on your website though so what i'm saying is like there's that's why alex's brand works because her brand that 
specific piece is on there. The first thing that you see on her website. So like I, we did, we did an episode where we talked about websites and I said, Oh, you got to have a hero image that, that first image that pops up. Yeah. The first thing that you see after the hero image is it's nice to meet you. I'm Allie. And there's a picture of her and a description. And that, because that's her brand. She wants you to know who she is. So what that, that's what I'm talking about. Like she, she has, she has it like locked down. And while it's very specific to like her market, she knows that market and she is keeping everything in line with branding for that market. And that's why we're chatting about this kind of stuff. So did you, did you like think to yourself, what is my target couple and like kind of map out what you were looking for in a couple? Did you, did you go that in depth? Um, I, not really, but if, but if I'm thinking about it now, I mean, as an ideal couple, it would, it would be a couple who's authentically in love and wanting to take their love, not to the next level, but to the point where they're going to, share that with somebody as myself. So I like to say that I'm the third wheel of the relationship yeah. sometimes. Um, so I, and I want to capture that. So that's really the ideal couple that I'm, that I'm looking for, but also they, I want them to know me. And if they're willing to get to know who I am, then that's, that what, that's what matters. Too. Yeah. No, I mean, we, we sat down and, we kind of thought to ourselves and kind of filled out like what we thought our target couple, like where they'd be shopping, what they'd be doing on the weekends, you know, that kind of stuff. And then we went to brands that were similar to that. Like what, like we like, Oh, you know, we, you know, we think that they're going to be shopping at say anthropology. So then we went to anthropology's website and we started looking at fonts. We started looking at verbiage and then we, we crafted the lingo on our website uh, with that type of verbiage. Like like when we sat down, we said our target couple is probably looking for a wedding videographer who they know that they can trust to create a high quality video, something that's going to be authentic to them, something that they're going to cherish and et cetera, et cetera. So when, when you look at the verbiage on our website, we say like authentic, you know, quality, authentic, uh, love story films that, uh, how do we, how do we word it? That are a timeless artifact. And we, we just put that there because we, what we envision the people that we're going to shoot is that's going to resonate with them. So that's, you know, that's what we want to lead them to click, you know, on our questionnaire and that kind of stuff. So, um, have, what do you think motivates you with your brand? Like what, what do you think? I mean, I know we talked about um, you wanting to get to know your couples, you guys building those lasting relationships, but, but what, what else is kind of sitting behind there? Cause I know your photos are very uh, specific. You have a style. And again, it doesn't matter if it's right or wrong. There's, there's always a market for whatever. If you want to do goth, do goth. There's, <laughs> there's a market for it. I'm telling you, there's a market for everything. You can find right. whatever you want. Uh, but you, you have a very, um, like Alex style, like, and you can see it. You, what, and what I love about your website is consistency. Yeah. 
Yeah. So you can clearly see the product that you are going to get when you book Alex. Like there's no doubt in your mind that you're going to get this type of photo. Right. Which is amazing. Like that's what that's what you want. Like I can't stress this enough. Like Alex's website is it's completely on point. But what what do you think motivated you to go that direction? Um. Well, I I don't know. Uh, let's see if I can answer this. Uh, when I first started off, I really had zero sense of style. I didn't know what I I didn't know anything about photography. I didn't really know even editing. I was editing in Lightroom, and I like would edit to what I thought looked good, but I, it probably wasn't until 2016. I feel like that's like my real start date. <laughs> uh, like 2016 is like when I, when it hit me, like, okay, I've seen photographers who have done light and airy, I've seen photographers who have done dark and moody, and I've seen goth and I've seen all these other types of styles, but my eye always went to the lighter and the light and airy style. Mm-hmm. And then I figured out how how to edit that way it's just like i don't know like one day i woke up and i was like let me try this and then i tried it and i was like that's it and then i just can just i mean when i saw that first image come up and i was like oh wow i really love that it's just that's motivated me ever since because i i fell in love with it and then other people started falling in love with that and i've just continued to grow and my styles semi changed a little bit. I'll do tweaks here and there um, in my editing process, but other than that, like I just love the way that the photos come out after I take, like when I take them, and then when I edit them, and it's just, I'm like, oh my goodness, like I just love this. And then I love also the the client who loves it. That motivates me more because they're like they're like crying when they get their images yeah. back, or you know, they just the reviews that they give me on online on Facebook on the not um that's what motivates me and then they refer their friends and then I just keep it just keeps growing and it's been amazing yeah and I mean that's that kind of goes back to um there's an expression there's riches in niches and if you listen to Alex she's been very very specific about photo style light and airy about the way that she wants to interact with a couple about the way she wants a couple to interact with her like she's drilled down into a niche market and that niche market has been very successful. Like it doesn't, it doesn't matter if you agree with the photo style like that, who cares? Like there's, there is a market and she's found a market that she likes, that she is, that she enjoys and she's built her brand around it. And why that's really important is that brand is what's driving clients to her. So if I am a couple and I go to her website and I like dark and moody photos. I'm not going to fill out her questionnaire. It doesn't matter if that's right or wrong. It's just they know that that's not the photographer for them. However, the next couple will could be like, oh, I love Light and Airy. Alex seems like an awesome person based on this description, based on these reviews. These photos look amazing. Let me fill out the questionnaire. That person is going to be more likely to book for the simple fact that you've drilled down into a market that's going to attract people who are more likely to book. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's what's really important about branding. And that's what I think, uh, what do they call it? Copy? I think that's the term for it. Yep. The, uh, the text that's on the website, like that's, uh, uh, yeah, like that, like that copy is very important. Like that drives traffic. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, I, and that's, 
I guess I, I kind of want to move move into the structure website because I, I obviously have it up. I'm, I'm looking at it as we speak. Um, but I I like the structure. Like I really like the structure of your website. Well, thank did you. you did you did you hire somebody to do this? So no, I, well, kind of, sort of. It's a template. Uh-huh. So I I order or I bought the the website template. It's a WordPress template through Davy and Krista. Um, and then I do, so they basically gave me the template. I plugged it into the WordPress and then I edit everything behind the scenes. So I do everything unless I need their help. I will contact them for help, but everything you see I've done. (laughs) So do you use, uh, Oh, there's Kevin and Gina. Uh, do you, uh, (laughs) I just saw them too. (laughs) Uh, do you reminder? What was I going to say? Um, I completely lost track of what I was about to ask you. I had a really good question too. But oh, have you, did you do any research into like the text or is the, the font on the website? Is that built into that template? It's built into the template. Okay. We, um, that font is like a huge thing for me. I feel like, Oh, it's really important. Font is that's important. really, really important. Yeah. yeah. My old websites, I would be like, I would look at them every day and then I would get so bored and I'm like, this just like, doesn't not that I don't want to say that it doesn't convey quality. Like there, there Thank are you. fonts. Yeah. Yes. It yeah, did not. It was yeah. just like, what's it called? I don't know. Times New Roman or whatever. Yeah. yeah it looks like something off of a Game Boy. And yeah. You, you want, and I'm yeah. like, I couldn't hire myself. Like, because this doesn't look like, this just doesn't look nice. And I want to yeah. attract people and I want to raise Again, my, branding. Raise my like prices. Yeah. Yeah. That's branding. That's that, that is branding sure. right there. Um, <laughs> Yeah, we we put a lot of, we went with Playfair Display, but we we did a, a podcast a couple podcasts ago. I think it's episode twenty six that we talked about um, building a website because a lot of people that join our Facebook group don't they don't have a website, and we kind of just went through website basics. Uh, do you who's hosting your site? Are you just are you on WordPress like proper? No, uh, so it's a WordPress site, but my host is SiteGround. Okay. Yeah, we use a uh, use a company called Cloudways, and you just you rent your own server space, which was really scary at first because we came from Squarespace to where everything was kind of handled and yeah. to where we're managing most of it. But it's a uh, it's way way cheaper. Like I have three websites, and we spend eleven dollars and fifty cents a month on it. Okay, so, I will have to check in with you after this about yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, no, and it's WordPress, so you could take. Eleven dollars. It's a lot more than that, but yeah, no, you could you could take you could literally. It's all WordPress sites, so you could just export the site and then put it into Cloudways. So, yeah, we could chat about it. Uh, yeah. But so what? What I like about the structure is as you go down, like as you're scrolling down, it makes logical sense. So you come to Alex's website, you see the hero image, which is a rotating carousel. Mm-hmm. You then see her about, which again is right on brand with what she was just talking about. Then you see a review from a couple and then you see uh, blog posts and photos and that kind of stuff. But you can, uh, then you see a really amazing video that somebody did. You uh, do see an amazing video. Yeah. That's on the front page, I think, right? It is. Yeah, it's right down here. I'm looking at it right now. Uh, in case <laughs> you guys haven't figured out it was me. video <laughs> Yeah, I was pretty nervous at that time. I don't it was know really why, good though. But. It was really good. That's back when I had a GoPro. I had to I had to film the the that second right angle of the interview with the GoPro. Yeah, 
Yeah, that was right after um, Allison and yeah. Dan's wedding. Yeah. Yeah, but you can you can see across the top where it says home, meet, weddings, portraits, her journal, and contact. And if you notice, it doesn't say blog. No, it, it says journal. No, because blog blog sounds average. Nobody wants a blog. I'm being serious. Like there's the reason why I wanted to talk to you about your brand is because um, the just like the verbiage, like everything is conveying a higher quality than somebody else. It's like I I use the term storytelling. So I say there's two storytellers and we're doing a storytelling session. Now the storytelling session is like a hour long meet and greet or Skype call, depending on, you know, what's going on about a month before the wedding, mm-hmm. which most people just call it a, uh, Oh no, I can't think about it. They're like introduction call and that kind of stuff. Yep. And what separates me from other videographers is a couple's going to be like, well, Phil does a storytelling session. Oh, like you're like just, that. you're just doing a conference call. Yeah. Like that conveys something different. Psycholo- just like having a journal rather than having a blog. Everybody's got a blog. Right. Like that's so it's it's these little tweaks make a world of difference. And I'm being dead serious. Like that, that's what will separate you from and there's nothing wrong with being in the lower end. Like everybody starts somewhere. You know, like we we did our first wedding for free. We had one wedding on our website, and it was a wedding that we did with Alex. So right. it's like everybody starts somewhere. Yeah. Right. And for sure. Yeah, it, but it's you you just start to learn these little things that just really 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 start to separate you from the pack and then it drills down into the niche that you're looking for and then you drive those people to your website and then they they you know you're more likely to book someone who fits into the niche that you're in when they come than you are, you know, like somebody reached out to Alex that wanted to do dark and moody. It just wouldn't, it's, it's just kind of a, I don't want to say a waste of everyone's time, but it's just, it's not productive. Yeah. So. Or what I would do if something like that did happen, I would give them three people who I, that I know who do dark and moody and yeah. I would refer them. So yeah, I mean, absolutely. Yeah. I'm happy. And that, but that goes back to that. There's no sense in competing against each other. Like it oh, just, no, not at all. No. Yeah. No, it doesn't, sure. doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what I was talking about earlier was consistency. And if you, if you're looking at Alex's website, you see the same font styles, you see the same style image, you see, uh, the same type of like reviews, you, everything is consistent. If I were to click on portraits right now and go to that page, those portraits will look consistent with everything on the homepage the text and the font looks consistent. The verbiage is the same. Like there's, there's a lot of things that go into these that I don't think a lot of people put thought into that. They just kind of dump like word salad Mm -hmm. into the website. And then they're like, Oh, why aren't I getting booked? Well, it's, you know, if, if, if if it doesn't look a, like a higher quality client is going to expect a higher quality experience. Right. I guess that's, yeah. That's how I, out of it too like i said i had a website before that i was like i can't i would not even book myself with this yeah. <laughs> with this website so i've definitely it took me a couple years to get it to where i wanted it to be um but i'm happy with it now yeah no and that's that's perfectly normal like that's there's i think people 
Like they, I made small tweaks to our website just over and over and over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. Like we changed our color palette. Mm-hmm. We sat down and we, we were looking up words like bohemian, eclectic, stuff like that. And then we were matching on Pinterest. We were going through color palettes. So that's why our buttons are the certain colors. There's certain headers that are different colors, but they all fit the same like adventurous, non-traditional, authentic color palette that we kind of gravitated to. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah, no, and it's, but that, but it takes a little time. Like it's not going to happen overnight. It's just important that you recognize that you're going to need to do something if you want to start to, you know, go up and up and up. So. Right. For sure. What, um, so one thing that I did do, we, when we talked about the website building and that kind of stuff is there's, there's another website that's called GT metrics. GT metrics will measure your website speed. So it does, I think it calls it like content first paint content, fully loaded, et cetera, et cetera. And when Google is looking at search engine optimization, one of the things that it looks at is speed because it wants websites that are responsive because if it's recommending sites that aren't, uh, people aren't going to stay on it just in general. And I'm not saying, you know, this isn't pointing fingers at anybody. It's just, they're, they're not going to recommend it. And mm-hmm. GT metrics tells you exactly what your website speed is. And then it also shows you like what's causing the slowdown. So I ran Alex's website through GT <laughs> metrics. <laughs> And it had an F. Not good. <laughs> and so if you're using, I'm assuming that your website, that your provider allows you to do plugins. Yes. Okay. Do you have Optimal? Yeah, I think I do. Do you really? Because Optimal, like really, because your, your homepage, for example, only has like five images. I don't know. And Can it, I talk about with you? Can I do it now? Yeah. I mean, I, uh, so we, there's, there's two things. Um, you have optimal, which is O P it's opt with a T O P T I M O L E like mole, uh, yeah. which is free and yeah. optimal will automatically reduce the size of your images. Like okay. super, super small. I do not, I don't, it doesn't look like I have that. Yeah. So optimal will oh, take. All, it's like almost an instantaneous thing. It'll take every image on your website and compress it, but you don't lose quality. Okay. So I did talk to um, Davey and Chris are the people that I bought the template from. Mm-hmm. And they went in to reduce the size of my images because I felt like that was just way over my head. And I have way too much other things that I'm doing right now that I could not focus on fixing my image size. So that should have been done. I don't know if it was done, but oh, we can, we can run it right now while we're sitting. Okay, check it, don't think, don't think I won't check it. <laughs> uh, so the issue that videographers have while I'm pulling this up is video sizes are insanely large. Yeah. Like you have a picture that might be, you know, three megabytes, but then you have a video that's, you know, two gig. Mm-hmm. So what I did is I only put two or three videos on the homepage and mm-hmm. I used our YouTube link to embed it. That's a good idea. So then 
uh, it's not actually all of it isn't sitting on the website. So it freed up a little space. Uh, and your performance did go up. You went from an F to an E. So you, you did, you did go up a little bit. Uh, I, I would recommend, you recommend down- I email them and ask them. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, at. so do they, do they host it? Like, do they, do they do the work on it? Um, they can go in because they, it's like their template. They can go in and they can, if I ask them to fix something, they can do that. Um, they're not the hosts though. The host would be site ground. So would I need to probably maybe contact them? No, I mean, I, you could, this would just be my recommendation. You could just simply log into your WordPress site. Yeah. Click plugins, search for optimal and then just download and install it and it'll do its thing on its own. Oh, you, don't right. need to, you don't need to do anything else once once it's installed. Just make sure that it's active, right, and okay. it'll it'll take care of everything on its own. And then there there is another thing for those that are listening. Um, you have it's called a CDN, a content delivery network, and especially for larger websites, CDNs are really helpful. Not that so I don't get any money from Cloudways, so I don't want people to think that I keep pushing them because I'm getting some kind of kickback. Um, Cloudways has a built-in CDN. So you pay a little extra for it. You pay like a like a dollar a month. But like I said, I have three websites and it costs me $11.50. It's just mm-hmm. my price. Uh, but that CDN stores all of your images on a different server. And that server is like super drived. So it's you, you load faster because of it. And um, our website, Be About Exposure, because we're running Breeze, we have our CDN... We have optimal that could, which all of these things are free. You know, it's all built in. So I'm not paying anything for any, what I was just talking about. Uh, we have an a for performance and an a for structure. So our website's like cruising, like it's, it's quick. It's, it's snappy. Um, but like I said, it's good for you as you do something through WordPress and that's exactly what we do. So all of those plugins should be available to you too. Like it shouldn't be, Yes, Anything I will crazy. check it out as soon as we hang up. I'm going to. That's what I'm going to yeah. do. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, managing a website's a pain. Don't get me wrong. Like I, it, we, um, ours went down on Thanksgiving, so I spent like all like last year. So I spent like six hours on Thanksgiving morning trying to figure out what I broke because it was me. I was I I don't know why I decided to tweak something on a holiday, but I broke something in the code. And, just ridiculous, completely ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, is there anything that you would like to say about branding before we kind of, before we wrap things up? Cause we've been chatting now for well over an hour, which is no great. Um, about branding. No, I think we kind of covered it. I, like, as you said, like just cause mine's a personal, mine's all about personal branding you don't have to, you don't have to do what I do. You can do anything that you want, anything that you want, really. There's a market for everybody. Um, I will say though, like, as far as like people who are starting off, like you were, and then you reached out to me, like I'll help anybody. If anybody reaches out to me, I will write back. So, I mean, I don't know if that's part of my brand or if that's something I should say about branding, but I mean, that's just who I am. I want to help people. So I'm happy I'm happy that look at you now, you know? Um, So um, if anybody's starting out and they don't know what to do or they want to follow somebody, I'm always open to having somebody follow me around. Yeah, no, that was a very, that was just 
take the fact out that you were nice enough to email me back. The experience was very good. Like that was a very, just the good, just interaction. You know what I mean? Like that was just a very good day. Like there wasn't, yeah, no, it was, yeah, it was great. Yeah. So no, I, I just, I think that people, your network is your net worth like that. Like that, that is just kind of a beat into me now. Like that's a very, it's true. Yeah. I mean, look, we became friends. Uh, we've worked with each other a bunch. We have weddings coming up together. I know, I know we have two, we have two weddings together next year already. Yay. Uh, and I, it just, I've, there's not, to, you know, I have so many. That's not what I mean. I'm just, we have so many weddings this year. I can't like, it's, it's getting, it's one reason why I need to, I need to quit my day job because it's getting, it's a struggle to really, yeah, I was talking to Brittany about that and was just like, I, uh, uh, she, she actually brought it up that both jobs are suffering. Mm. Like you're not giving a hundred percent into anything right now because you're doing so many different things. So right. something, something has to give. And I, I really love doing the videography work. So this is, this is the path that I'm going to take for a little while. See how it goes. I'm happy to help you figure that out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, remember you're the reason why I'm here. Yay. Like that's the, so I can't that's stress cool. that enough. That's cool. <laughs> Do you have anything else you want to say before it closes out? Well, thank you so much. I don't think so. Just thanks for having me. This was fun. Yeah, no, it was great. <laughs> it's nice to see you again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now that now that everything's kind of you know now that we're done in New England, uh, we got to get together. We got to get the kids together. For and, sure. Yeah, yeah, we do. We'll we'll plan it. <laughs> you know what? It just hit me. We have a twenty twenty three wedding together. You booked? No, you didn't. You booked them? Yeah. Oh my goodness. We had to. That was that was. Obligatory. So yeah. That the bride's family is a, they are, um, if you're listening, uh, they probably know you know who you are. Um, they are a very close family friend to the Bonsec side. So, yeah, I no, saw, they, they come I, over, I they come to our house for drinks on the weekends. They come over like once a month. So, that's amazing. Oh my gosh. That's I remember when I brought up that I had shot, I just, I think I th- just threw it. I was like, oh, you know, I, I said, like, I did my first wedding. She was like, oh, who'd you do it with? And when I said your name, she was like, I know her. I was like, wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. That's so cool. What a small world, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's the other thing. I think once you pass like the three-year mark, so a lot of a lot of a lot of these businesses in this industry don't make it past two years, three years. Like they just they do things like what we were just talking about, where they don't build a good relationship with somebody and then they don't get referred and business spiles out of control. Uh, And, but once, once you kind of cross a certain precipice, you start to realize that it's the same people over and over and over again, Mm -hmm. which is good. Like you get used to working with each other. Like you have a relationship, like all kinds of stuff. Like it's, it's good. So. Well, that's awesome. I can't wait to work with you guys again. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be fun. Um, So Alex, like I said, it was so awesome having you on and I cannot thank you uh, enough I, and I can't wait to do this again. I got to have you back on. Oh, if you, I love it. <laughs> yeah, if you haven't seen Alex's website, I'll say it again. It is Alexandra, so A-L-E-X-A-N-D-R-A, Bonsec, B-O-N-C-E-K.com. And you can find her on Instagram at Allie B Photography. And just take a look at her website. I think her website is structured really well. I think her her website conveys exactly the type of people that she wants to work with. 
which is where you want to be. You want to have a website that's going to draw in that ideal couple to you, whether you want to do gothic weddings, you want to do dark and moody, you want to do light and airy, you want to do adventure travel, you want to do you know destination elopements. Like you need to just convey that in that website to everybody. So uh, be sure to like and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Make sure you. Um, you, you, you know, you, you like our, our podcast, join our private Facebook group, wedding videography for beginners. And Alex, I will talk to you here in a little bit and I hope everybody's staying safe and healthy. You too. Thanks. <laughs> All right. Are you looking at a really nice camera you can't afford? Are you wondering how companies afford six red Monstro 8K cameras and all the trimmings? You need to make more money so you can buy one. No, I'm kidding. You need to rent Renting equipment is way easier than you think. You can ship it all back and forth from your house, and it's way cheaper than buying. Best of all, you should include the rental cost in your pricing to pass on the expense because you're shooting with better gear. Wouldn't it be great to use something other than a Canon SL2 for your next project? Run a Sony A7S III or a Canon 1DX Mark III. You don't need to buy them. We rent additional cameras, lighting gear, and audio equipment all the time from Borrow Lenses. We've never had a late shipment or anything other than an awesome experience with their customer service. Use our affiliate link below to get renting today and you'll have professional equipment tomorrow.